You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OKSIS, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. All right. Hello and welcome back to OK Sis Podcast. My name is Maz. My name is Scout. And we're so happy you're here. We're so happy you're here. Thank you. Thank you for that one. Uh, as Mads likes to say, we're grateful that you decided to listen to us in your little ear holes, which I don't like that. I keep saying it because you say it and I don't want to do it anymore. Okay, well, no one's forcing you. That's true. So That's there's true. that. That's true. Um, you're in Los Angeles yeah. in front of my... You know, I was going to say areola, but what it, what is it in front of my eyeballs? The What's the part of your eyeballs that sounds like areolas? Um, I'm not a medical person. Okay. I'm not a biological person. But you are in front of my areolas as well. So <laughs> that is actually correct. And uh, I was looking at myself in the mirror today because I'm done breastfeeding. and my Retina. Okay, good Retina? job. I, fuck if I know. Um, sounds right. My boobs look so different. Okay. That's probably because you stopped breastfeeding. I know, but you know, six months of Defl- wear and tear. Def- so, <laughs> did um, are they deflated or They're just like deflated and a little lower? Like I think if you looked at me naked, before- which I don't want to. Thank you. What? You, what? I'm your sister. I I don't need to see you naked. Okay. I've already seen your areolas IRL. Well, what I'm trying to say is that if you saw me naked before I got pregnant and breastfed. And then post, I don't think you would see a difference, but I obviously see a difference. I understand. Yeah. So what, what did that, how did that relate to anything 
You're just saying that you see the difference. No one else can. I thought you wanted an update on my body postpartum. <laughs> I, not really. <laughs> okay. Um, so how are you? You know, I'm actually very good. So Pulse check. What check? Pulse check. Pulse check. So I feel like I had a little bit of a, I don't know if I, if you can call it a winter, you can call it a slower season. I don't know. I felt as if the last two months as I was coming back to work, I was learning my new speed and my new way of being at work and what this year was going to look like for me. And I felt as if a lot of old fears came up because I was trying to hit another level as one does when one hits another level, like all of the limiting beliefs came up. And I kind of just felt like for the last two months, I was a little girl that just kept getting wounded. Like I just kept feeling Mm -hmm. like my little girl was coming to the surface and she was triggered or she was wounded or she was upset. It felt like I was consistently pouring salt into a wound at all times. Mm. And as I was up leveling, like I rationally knew that this was a good decision or that I was headed in the right direction or that everything was going great. But all of my fears and my limiting beliefs kept coming up and up and up and up. And I feel as if I'm finally on the other end of that emotional trajectory. The like the outer manifestations haven't necessarily come true yet right. because we're still in the process. The of quiet that. dark, as Lacey Phillips calls it. Is that what she calls the it? The magic dark. The magic dark. Sorry. Yeah. So I feel like emotionally, I'm back out of the lies that I was telling myself. I'm back mm. out of the limiting beliefs, and I'm much more clear into. I don't know if you want to call it, you can call it the state of abundance, all that kind of stuff. But I feel like now I've, it's, it's, you know, when it lifts, how sweet it is when the depression or the anxiety. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Yeah. Um, did you listen to my solo? No. No. Okay. Well, yeah. the, it was all about this. Really? It, <laughs> <laughs> it was literally about when you're in the thick of it, in the challenge. Yeah you like have to force yourself to remember like how sweet it is to be loved by you on the other end. Yeah. You know what I mean? I will listen to that. Wow, you're, you're entering into my territory. I know. It is was that a very... scout episode? So I've been calling it Philosopher Mads. She comes out. You're the philosopher. I'm the rabbi. <laughs> oh. OG, That's OG, 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 OG sisters will know that. Um, yes, Philosopher Mads comes out to play on the solos sometimes. Mm, mm. I feel like I'm – I. I do feel like a philosopher, and I'm, I have a sermon to tell. No, philosophers don't have sermons. Oh. Philosophers have philosophy. They have theses, theses. Theses. Well, how um, are you doing? Because I feel like there's, I feel like the energy is, you know, a little, I think we can, there's some stagnant, heavy energy maybe chilling <laughs> in your body today. <laughs> wow. That was real. Well, I didn't know. I just feel like there's, um, a, there's something weighing on you. I mean. You know. Tell me I'm not accurate. Um, I think, okay, this is what I feel like might be happening. I had an anxiety attack last week. Okay, see, thank you. So maybe there's like ripple effects of that. But I think what happened was I, and I wonder if you relate to this. I schedule a lot of coffee meetings and things like social not not social events like things for camber where it's either a coffee meeting where i'm meeting with like a female founder or a brand or something or someone in my network or and then i also have like dinners where i'm either meeting people da 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 are these these are networking things versus social yeah yeah. these are always networking things okay okay always meeting like female founder someone that 
whatever okay. in the case. So for, but it doesn't feel like work in the traditional sense. Okay. So when I go to these coffee meetings and I get home and I'm not on my computer until 1 or 2 p.m., uh-huh. I have an anxiety attack because I'm like, oh, I didn't start working till 1 or 2 p.m. And now I have to work till 7 or 8 to make up for that, which is fucked in my brain. So I... I just, I don't know. I kind of had this weird moment where one, it, I feel like I'm definitely spreading myself too thin by going to these every single day. Mm-hmm. But then I keep going back and forth because I'm like, well, wait, this is part of my job. Like that is furthering the business. Mm-hmm. This is work to go to these coffees and meet these people IRL. Mm-hmm. And also that's the part of it that I love. Like I love, I'm a people person. I love to make those connections and network. So... Well, I think uh, you this know? reminds me of when you told me that you feel guilty if you take a break from work and you go read in the middle of the day. Yeah. So one, there's two things here that I, w- I, I would love to touch upon. One, you're still breaking out of that old paradigm of what work means. Like, right. As an entrepreneur, as the person who runs the business, yeah. our day-to-days can look very different than sitting at a computer all day. Do right. we have those days? Yes, you have those days. And so it's not yeah. that those aren't that. But the beauty about starting your own business is that you know, hopefully most of your time is spent doing the things that you love. And so there are times where you have to, we've talked about this in the last episode, of course there's things you have to do that you don't love to do, but that's part of the part that you really love and that really lights you up. And so it's breaking out of this kind of paradigm shift of what it means to work. Also, you're in the mind frame of kind of, I don't want to say like an entry level position, but you're in the, the mind frame of like what a job is in your 20s. If you look right. at people who have worked in businesses and they, they climb the ladder, maybe they're an executive, maybe they become CEO, they're not behind their computer all day All day, day. Like, right. They're they, meeting people. They think they're about doing our stepdad. Things. Yeah, he's on calls. He's, a, he's, he's, he's traveling. Yeah. He's going to dinner, et cetera. I think but, I just like – But do, number, yeah. two, number two, we have to ask the question, uh, it, which is – are those coffee meetings in the quantity that you're taking them right. moving the needle the way they should in relation to the amount of time you're putting into them? Right. So I think it's a balance of both. I think one, I'm spreading myself too thin thinking I can do it all and go to a coffee meeting every morning and then still do like the rest of the day of work and feel like it's yeah. fulfilled. I also, it's exhausting to... Honestly, yeah. You're I, driving, you're getting You're ready, driving, or... you know, I always, I'm, I don't know why I'm a kind of, I, I always, you know, I kill two birds with unstone terrible phrase but yeah, uh i need to take content so i'll go to a coffee shop that i haven't been to yet and also meet someone so yeah. i'm doing both things but yeah i'm in a car i'm in the car for an hour driving and so i think i just had a breakdown of i feel like there's not enough hours in the day and i was just extremely overwhelmed with the levels of work and whatever and yeah, well, you're it's just, also still in the stage of your business where you're doing it all. Sure. So yeah. that's, you know, you're wearing a lot of hats. Yeah. So I think like what happened today was since I had to leave in the middle of the day, I got triggered of like, oh, I'm not sitting at a computer for eight mm-hmm. hours. That means I didn't work today. Yeah. I mean, I have to, I struggle with this a little bit because now that I have a team with six women, sometimes I feel like. If I'm not at my desk, at the office, from 9 to 5, yeah. am I working hard? Does my team think I'm working right. hard? Does my team think I'm fucking around? Like, And that's I know that they don't, but I've, I've had to reframe a lot of it because 
you know, I'm here, I'm coming up to LA, I'm working on OKSIS podcast, which is a big part of my job that also helps Scouts Agency being in the podcast industry. Yeah. There are times when I do things that aren't behind a desk. There's times when I'm up in LA, there's times when I'm traveling, etc. Or I just also am always on call. So right. I, as the business owner, like nine to five doesn't mean anything to me. I like to keep most of my work there, but that doesn't mean anything to yeah. me. Like if I am not feeling like it in the middle of the day, like I'll work later after I put Lily to sleep. So I like to keep things in the nine to five, but that's something I've had to change as well. But yeah. I think that when you either get to a different job title or you're just an entrepreneur in general, it's going to look very different than someone else's like clock in at nine, clock out at five, sit at your computer type of thing. And that's kind yeah. of the beauty of it, mm-hmm. right? That flexibility. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's just something I'm reconciling with and yeah. I, there's still so many opinions or like insertion of, people's definitions of what work is and also my you know I've worked in traditional companies my whole career so it is you know you'll it's hard to just kind of shift out of that and also the whole world is working basically in that for sure in that schedule so it's weird to feel like you're out of it or I don't know so I think it it just but I know and but it just goes I think it just um it boils down to I need to like just not give a shit what people think because I think I overthink, oh, they're going to find out that I did. Th-. I'm like, who's they? Uh, who is they? Who is they? Well, there's this societal, like, uh, literary theory that we're always being watched by somebody. And that yeah. Yeah, it's a theory. It's, I mean, it's not a theory. It's, it's uh, yeah. It's a so, philosophy. It's a philosophy. It's a thesis. That we always feel like we're being watched by somebody, whether it's Big Brother, whether it's the man, whether it's whoever it is. And so right. that weighs on our psyche. But this opens up a really great conversation that I've been wanting to talk about, mm. um, which I don't know, you can tell me if you want to dive in deeper right now or I can do it at a later date, which is shifting the way businesses are run. So mm-hmm. as someone who started a business never working in a traditional job because I didn't like a traditional job, yeah, um, I want autonomy, I want freedom, I want flexibility, I want all these things. And so that's why I became an entrepreneur. But if I want all those things, there's a pretty good chance that other people want them as well. And so... Mm. I've been very conscious about the relationship, like the employee to quote unquote boss relationship. Like I even hate that fucking word boss, to be honest. Girl boss. No, I don't like, like the word boss doesn't like, my team will be like, oh, it's my boss. I'm like, that sounds. Well, what what would you prefer? So I want to create a new language around this. I really, really, really do. You know, like leader sounds a lot better Mm. or um, I don't know. I have to, I have to kind of think about it because boss feels as if I am in charge of your life and I'm in charge Mm. of your time and I am restricting you and in control of you and that's Mm. not what I want my team to feel like I want my team to feel like they have autonomy that they have freedom that they they're they're valued and so it's a fine line because it's a different type of work culture but just for example quick example is I got my period back and Woo! I, mazel tov. Wait, what did, what did we call it when I first got my period back? Uh, the bleed. The, ble- the big bleed, the, the big, giant bleed. No, what was it? Just the bleed? I think it was the, the bleed. bleed is bled. The bleed. I don't know what Sisters, it was. if you remember when I got my IUD taken out, we were waiting with we bated breath yeah. for the bleed. We were live tweeting oh, Maddie's uh, monthly cycle. Um, but <laughs> okay. um, so the bleed has bled. So the bleed has bled. And I was like, whoa, like I could. Does that mean that you could get pregnant? Yes. Woo! 
Let's calm it down. That's another conversation. Um, I said to myself, you know, I don't. Are you gonna pull a Rihanna? Oh my goodness, Jesus! You're gonna I, pull no. a Rihanna. I know. You're gonna pull a Rihanna. I'm holding myself back from pulling a Rihanna. Okay, but oh, but you want to, roll, to I pull a Rihanna? I I wouldn't be mad about it. I would probably be. You're stressed. gonna pull a Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Play this clip back. You know what? My best friend just gave birth, so now I'm like, nah, you know. But no, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I actually need, I need to wait. I need to hold hold myself back. I need to wait. Moving on. Okay. I got my period and I felt really crampy and like you know I needed a half day off, right? Sure. I was just like, I can't work. I need to just like lay on my couch, which is kind of impossible because I have Lily. But just I need to just not work because my brain isn't working and I feel I'm I have cramps. It's just like a lot. Um, and I, as I was driving home, I said, you know what? If I need this, and I can just unapologetically take it, I bet you my team needs this because mm-hmm. they're women. And so, because <laughs> they're women. <laughs> immediately the next day, like that's how I do it. I was like, "What do I need as a human being to feel fulfilled and, and good at my job? My and team. how do I give that to my team?" So you the next though- day, in the team meeting, I said every single person gets a half day off based on their menstrual cycle. So if you, Ooh. like, all you have to say is, I'm on my period, I'm taking my half day. Like, Ooh, go, girl, like go sit that. on the couch, go Netflix and chill, like, as long as you don't have a duty hey, or a Google, meeting. Hey, Google, are you listening? Like, all the all the tech companies should fucking do this. Yeah, because we need it. Like, you can't work Corporate in Corporate America. Like, yeah. Like, people are so fucking afraid that if you give people time off, they're per- like they're not going to get more done. It's not yeah. true. They get yeah. more done when they have time off and they feel supported. And yeah. so I, I say all of this because I want you to start, you should start taking notes. Because oh. you're going to hire a team one right, day. Right, right, right. And you get to create the culture that works for you. Yeah, so and you you're like bashing all these paradigms of what fucked up business, like what working for another company is. Right. And you can then see what works for you and you can implement those themes to your team. I mean, I've done it with my team and it's, it is paid off and then some. Do you think they, which they wouldn't, but has anyone ever taken advantage of it? Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring-summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. 
Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OKSIS. Um, yes. Okay. So, it, but only not that many. Like, the, yeah, it's, it's rare. It's, it's, you... It, I've learned how to hire the right person based off of the company culture that I have. Okay, got it. So you have to be self-motivated. You have to have a really big work ethic. Like I need women who are really, really ambitious and driven, um, but who also can trust themselves and I can trust. Get their needs met. Yeah, with, you know, so yes, yes. It's not for everybody, but for the people that, I think for so many people, they would benefit from this type of. Yeah. Uh, We're doing I'm, summer Fridays, the whole thing. You know? I'm gonna, oh, yeah, no, that's 100% summer Fridays. Yeah, um, we're starting it in June. Honestly, we're see how it goes. <laughs> all years, Fridays. I think I'm going to do it. Well, we'll see how it goes. I just, like, no one's working on Fridays. And if they are, no one's working on Fridays. Like, uh, the last thing I ever fucking want is, is someone set, sitting there sitting waiting there, to the clock out. Pretending to work. Waste like, of your fucking leave. life. Just leave and go <laughs> do what you want to fucking do so you can come back to work the next day and actually work. Sure, totally. Totally. Like, totally. go with your biology. You know what I, I mean? Know. Go it with is, your energy level. Well, you're the one that told me that the reason we have nine to fives is because men's circadian rhythms, I believe, is 24 hours, and then women's are 28 days or yeah. a month. Yeah. So, like, They're we hormonal sh- cycles. Right. So, we actually shouldn't be working that same daily rhythm. And 
it's very it's like ridiculous it's the patriarchal fuck the patriarchy as you know taylor swift said yeah you know yeah you I don't like fuck the paper no i just you need to listen to the it's episode and that's what i'm gonna say it's just it's just not getting the job done anymore and it's angry and it's not it's just what fuck the patriarchy yeah like you I need get to it. listen you need to listen to this podcast episode that kira mckenzie who we're gonna have on okay sis uh-huh. she went on this podcast called what's the point uh-huh. and talked about this very thing how she was like we have we basically have to like stop shitting on men but in a very eloquent well, but right the way thing, like that, the anger doesn't doesn't help but this is the thing is that the patriarchy is not necessarily men right like right exactly i think that's what she said yeah, it's, it's like you're different you're, fabrication of just like it's a just, construct of how we live totally socially. but a lot totally. of it was based upon men. the needs and the social status yeah. and however men operate in this world okay so since i don't have a team yes. uh, let's talk about something in the work paradigm that okay. i've been thinking about okay so i listened to our lord and savior kim kardashian on jay shetty's podcast let me tell you our lord and savior kim kardashian okay like i am I'm a different religion yeah around kim kardashian you know that i did all kardashian you know that i did start a religion with my um my friend luke in high school we called it kardashianism wow we were so weird i'm 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 significant and we obsessed. like we i've never we been subscribed with, I, i've always subscribed to them but i've never been so obsessed with them and now i no, can confidently doing, say yeah. i mean chloe i haven't been I'm not so tapped into Chloe's energy, but it's mostly Kim and Courtney's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is what I want to talk about. Okay. Is, and I've heard Kim say this in the past, but she made it clear on Jay Shetty's podcast, is that... I was listening to that on the way up here, by the way, so yeah. Huh? I, I was... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> what was that? Um, I was listening to her podcast on the way up here. Oh, I see, okay. So... What she said, basically, is that her calmness is her superpower. Yeah. The way she is able to remain calm under adversity, under situations, under challenges, just there's this through line of calmness in her life. Yeah. And I have been reconciling, which, again, we've talked about many a time, is I just want, like, fucking peace of mind. I want calm. I feel like there's this added layer of pressure and stress that I put on myself that is not necessary, that doesn't need to fucking be there. Yes. But I keep going back in my head, and uh, I think, like, or definitely Ed Milet has talked about this as well, but I feel like if you're calm and you're peaceful, this is a limiting belief of mine, that you'll be complacent or that you'll be lazy or that you'll be like, oh, I don't have the urgency. I don't have the drive because you're not, like – you know you're more zen so when I was listening to her it was very inspiring because she has been she is literally an expander for me of how you can be calm but be extremely successful in business okay I want to say because that's not a well maybe I don't know maybe I interpreted it differently because I believe I'm very similar to Kim in work ethic where Kim is a machine yeah like Kim but she's calm but that's, a, but that's how I feel. She's calm in challenging situations. But I think I she's think, calm always. Nah, she seems um, like she is just calm. I, I wouldn't say that. I think she's incredibly type A. Like when you watch, like she, yeah. she has to edit her own things. She's. I'm more so mean in like demeanor and mindset. Like the way she speaks, it's very deliberate. It's very oh. slower. It's this just calming energy. But she's... She's See, obviously extremely hardworking, but there's I just that this. Was, that, I, that's all I always wanted to say, but then I started this podcast with you, and I am not <laughs> calm anymore. So well, okay. So then I then I think 
am I going against my authentic self by yeah, wanting to be calm? calm? Okay, but then, okay, so then maybe we need to untangle this a little further. Okay, go. I, how, what does calmness mean in the Mads state of mind? In the enthusiastic, say, fun yes. personality that I have, how do I not be stressed? Calmness for you is you it, okay? We're talking. Your personality doesn't need to be calm, but your internal world right, should that's, be calmer. Yes, that's the yeah, distinction. So that's 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 a feeling safe within the different layers of your life. Sure. So that's an internal landscape thing. But that's so that's something that really inspired me about that's good, yeah. about her is that there is this like quiet determination about her and this yes. like grittiness that like is under the surface. Yes. Also, she said something that was so powerful and, you know, basically manifestation 101. The moment she started choosing herself, mm-hmm. she just noticed all, all these opportunities were mm-hmm. falling into place for her. And I could, I can really sense that shift in the past year or two after she's left Kanye of there is this self-confidence. She knows exactly her worth. She knows who she is and she's choosing herself and before, she said she was a people pleaser. She made, made sure everyone else was okay before she thought of herself, where she flipped it and it actually made everything everything yeah. actually fall into place where she could show up more for her kids. She could show up for her businesses and all the opportunities were coming. So you always think that if you take time for yourself, it's like selfish or not, not letting time for other people or not thinking about other people. It's the exact opposite. It's what you need to do in order for everything else Mm-hmm. to kind of settle for you. Yeah, it was good to hear that she's a people pleaser because I'm a huge people pleaser and it's a problem. Maybe you are Kim Kardashian. I know. That's, I'm trying to tell you that. Your boobs. I'm like literally your, trying to tell you that. Your boobs, you're calm, you're hardworking. But then I'm a little bit like Courtney. You're 100. But Courtney is not hardworking like you are. Yeah, I'm more like you have a work Kim. more like Kim. Yeah. You have like a Kim. You're Kim Rising and a <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> Courtney Moon. <laughs> Oh my god! Every LA girl with a fucking oh Instagram god. is applauding behind what you right are you now. Okay, about? no, that was hilarious. Even Jesse May just went fucking insane in the room. She went insane. That was wasn't that fucking funny? Everyone's dying. You're so weird. <laughs> I can't believe how much you just laughed. What are you talking about? Oh my god, that was so I funny. That you start laughing because you realize how genius you were. No, I start laughing because of how are you were laughing oh my god we gotta make t-shirts now we have a whole new I'm business i'm a kim rising people are gonna come to our website and they're gonna plug in <laughs> their attributes and we're gonna tell them if they're a kim, kim rising, rising or, or a, a courtney sun and yeah. a chloe moon <laughs> this is the not, funniest thing i've not, ever heard i don't think this is an original idea this is an original idea <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm getting the domain name when oh I get home. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. Thanks. Wow. That really boosted my ego. You know what? If anything else comes from today, at least I know that I can figure out if I'm a kin, sun, moon, or rising. Uh, we need to create the algorithm behind what it means. Wow. That was a good laugh. I needed that. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyways, um, 
<laughs> I don't even know how to transition out of that. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know how long we've been recording. Yeah, um, me either. It's okay. So... I guess, yeah, I guess this whole episode has been about <laughs> work, uh, shattering the work paradigms. Yeah. What are some other, what are some other things that you're looking to shift or yeah, like some sh- paradigms you're trying to shatter or like other types of things like the menstrual stuff? Uh, in business specifically? Yeah. yeah, in, yeah. Your bu- yeah. in your business. Uh, I mean, I... I really oh, I'll feel tell like you I need one. to write a whole book about this, yeah, to be well, honest. You, it's not, it's kind of like you did. No, because that See, was, no, but that wasn't about leadership and bu- team building. Oh. I mean, for, for me, I think that there is this, this shift or not this shift, but this myth that entrepreneurs feel like if they give generously to their employees or if they don't maintain a level of, I have these things because I'm the owner or the entrepreneur, like the freedoms or the mm. mental health or the taking care of yourself or treating them rightly or giving them bonuses, stuff like that, having them be involved. There's this almost this power struggle dynamic that the entrepreneur feels that they're not the most important thing in the business, if that makes sense. Oh, I see. Okay. And so they, in my opinion, they look at their employees as if you work for me. And that's what this is, right? And of course, there is a hierarchy to business, and that's how it is. That's how it functions and 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 like works. However, I've been really practicing detaching the value of someone who just started working for me, maybe in the more entry level position, and then my position. We, for example, me being on a podcast is more worth my time than me mocking up an Instagram caption, right? Or mocking up an Instagram quote. That's better suited yeah. for somebody else. One, I had to get over the fact of like, does that make me, that kind of concept made me feel like I was acting like I'm better or that my time is more valuable oh, or that I'm higher, et cetera. Like yeah. all of these, all of these, you know, fucked up, like almost like hierarchy right. structures. For me, I reframed the whole thing to this is the business. This is a business. And I actually like take me out of it think of the business as a living, breathing thing. And you have to think about what's going to move the business forward in the right way. And so if you take your ego out of it, technically the thing that's going to move the business forward that I can do, that only I can do is this. The things that's going to move the business forward for B2B is like this person's going to take that. So for example, I'm launching the podcast database, right? Mm. I don't want to run the podcast database. That's not in my highest calling. It's not where my zone of genius is, et cetera. I could have an ego and say, well, if I don't run it, then it's not mine. Yeah. Or I could say, either someone out there who launching and running something like this is going to light them the fuck up and they're going to be in their zone of genius and I'm going to stay over here and do the front facing things because that's where I light up. So mm-hmm. it's thinking of it as, a, as an organism that works together. And sure, there are this hierarchical structures of like decision making, but me being in my zone of genius versus someone who just started working for me in a more entry-level position in their zone of genius, it is just as valuable, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's it, it's not about who I am anymore. It's not about what I want. It's not about my ego and wanting to be the one who got us there. It's thinking about, it's just that what I can do at this point to move the business forward, not my ego forward, the business forward. And yeah. that's the most important thing. And that's how we all come together as a collective to move the business forward in the best way possible. Now, sure, does that mean that we're all doing everything that we want to do all the time? No, of course not. Yeah. But having the right person in the right seat means everything, including yourself. And so I've had to, as an entrepreneur, like for example, Heather, my director of clients, she's work, she's going, you know, taking a little bit more sales. 
she got four inbound sales leads that she took. An entrepreneur, when they build a team, the ego punches, if she brings in the sales and the revenues, is it my business? Yeah. That's where you have to take yourself out of it because you're going to limit yourself and your growth and your capacity and your team's resources that they have and their growth if it's all about, did I do everything? Is this because of me? So funny. So I have to like I remove my ego out of it. I don't know if I feel that. Like, I'm so ready to have someone take shit off my plate. I'm, like, ready to give it's, away. There's a difference between, yes, totally. But for me, it's like, I... Look, look, I think it would be, this is what it would be comparable to. If there was someone else doing the TikToks, yes, then yes. I would freak out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. you're like, wait, it's not my face anymore. But right. you get to a point. Right, where I can't just be my face. Where you've got to let it go because for the yeah. bi- it's, it's a bigger mission. It's not about you anymore. Right. Yeah, that for sure would get me a little peeved. Interesting. That's interesting to think about. But, okay, so I guess let's maybe... What are what are some productivity things? I, I, I think I, I think it just boils down for me is I am stuck in an old operating system. Mm-hmm. See, my biggest blessing is that I was never I never even you never even that had the operating I've never even system. Been, I just sense from hearing some shit from some people that I didn't even want to go close to another job. That mm. it, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I, I created my own. But the, the thing I'll say is that. Something that maybe this will land because this is something that I've been thinking about because I think that you specifically are in a very curious part of your life right now. Mm. You are trying on a lot of things and you're not entirely sure yet where that power lies for you. And so in that discovery, you're incredibly porous. We're like, you'll hear Jay Shetty say something and you're like, yes. And then you'll hear Ed Milet say something and you're like, yes. And then you'll hear like <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian say something and you're like, that's it for me. And you're yeah. like, you're searching for the answer. And that's amazing because that's how you're going to find the answer that works for you. Yeah. And I get into that too. Like I hear all these people and I'm like, oh, I should be more Inspired. fucking feminine yeah. and I should rest more and I should be easy. And, blah, blah, blah. and that's not yeah. me. So you have <laughs> so you have to like what practice. Is I'm getting to the point. Oh, sorry. Okay. To the point. I would love to hear the point. <laughs> <laughs> you have to practice discernment. Like not sure. everything I, that everyone okay, that's, says. I know. I'm like a sponge. You are like, like a Lily. Sponge. I'm like Lily. Everything, everything I hear is truth. And it yes. needs to not be that and way. Listen, it, it's and I get for that so person. confused. Yes, you're, you're, you need to like not listen to anyone <laughs> for a long time, I think. That's actually really true. Oh, I mean, I've talked about this on the solos many a time, but I have been going on these walks where I don't listen to a podcast or listen to music or have my phone. Oh, I saw that on your Instagram 30 story. minutes. Mm-hmm. I have never in my life 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Zero. Just well, free flow of thought. And it has been the most transformative I've only done it for a week the most transformative thing I've ever done in my life every time I get back from the walk I have a new idea I have a new resolution I have everything like and so I've noticed oh my god the like everything like the answers are in the answers are within yeah the answers are within yeah anyways so um like you know how I always listen to a podcast when I'm in the shower I stopped doing that because I'm like wait this is an opportunity for silence yeah. And for intuition to Yeah, and for you to find your up. own roadmap. Sometimes, I mean, 
I ask myself before I put on a podcast, I'll check in. I'll be like, do I want someone else's content in my field today or do I just want yeah. to be with me? Because we don't have to listen to We don't content. have to li- but keep listening to okay sis. Yeah. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. You know, but you know what? I am so, I'm so affirmed in what we're doing here and what you and I are doing. And I'm yeah. trusting that if you need to turn OKSIS off for a couple of weeks because you need to be alone with yourself, we welcome that and we will we see you on the that. other side. We welcome that. We will see you on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, just go rate us five stars. Yeah, just if review you us. You know, yeah. Just uh, text it to a friend so your friend can give so us So your friend can give us, so we don't lose, you know, that one download. Yeah, it's um, Wow, what a great topic. I feel like we haven't really dove into that as I much. I cannot wait for you to have a team because it's going to be. I think I'm going to be a fucking amazing manager. I've I never managed you, yeah. anyone in my life and I've always, that was the one thing. If I was in a normal job, I would have 100% been like a manager by now. Because all my friends, all my friends are managers. I'm like, what? Like, I feel like I oh, would is be that a thing? so, so, so good. Yeah, they manage a team. Oh. All my friends manage a team. I and am. I'm like, I would be so fucking good at that. But not yet. I'm, I'm not a manager. See, I, this is what I think. I, I am hypothesizing. I don't know if this is the case, but I'm hypothesizing. Hypothesizing. Because I'm a good curator, I know how to be like, this person do this. I'm a good delegate. I, yeah. If I had all the people, I could easily delegate exactly what I want. Yeah. And be and then follow up and figure out mm-hmm. and then have it all come together. I would be so fucking good at that. But mm-hmm. now I am the person that I delegate to. Yeah, you don't like that. Yeah. Um, okay, great. This was so great. I think this, this is, is opening up a conversation. Yeah. And I'm going to think more on this about the new um, paradigm of business leadership because yeah. I'm just going to say it. And I'm sorry, my team, I'm speaking for you. 
the women on my team are so lit up by their jobs and they feel so fulfilled and they are so grateful that we're all in community with one another every single person loves every single person on the team they don't want other jobs they want to stick around they're down for the cause it's this fulfillment and alignment piece that I wanted for myself Mm -hmm. and so I think that if you're building a business and you're about to hire a team I want you to think about what you want for yourself and ask yourself if you can implement that for your team because that's the way you create a community around your business that actually fuels the bottom line that isn't just about get this shit done make the money etc it's so much more fulfilling when you have a team who is going towards the same thing with the same level of passion right and I think that if business owners would just ask themselves well if I want this then my team probably does too and implement it we're afraid to give people an inch because we're afraid they'll take a foot mm-hmm. but I really believe that if you treat people well an inch they'll take a foot like you give them inch, an inch they they'll take, take a, a mile oh is it a mile yeah well, an inch and a foot makes more sense like inch oh inches, foot. not like a f- human foot yeah but that's not the saying oh, okay. inch take a mile take a mile yeah but I it's it's actually the opposite it's the opposite when you it's like people, when you give unlimited vac- uh, yeah. PTO and then no one takes it yeah when you well my girls take it when you <laughs> they do that's great yeah I know it's great when you when you treat people with the luxuries that you the entrepreneur have like your business really transforms into something else um are you watching Selling Sunset yes the, also the newest season Yes. Oh, what? Oh, I'm a Selling Sunset girl. I know. Um, That's why I wanted to ask you. need to watch. (laughs) Jury duty? Veronica Mars. Oh, sorry. Yeah. There is, I am unwell. I am unwell with Veronica Mars. Something is a little weird about you. The amount of shit they pack into this show. Every trauma you can think of is in this show. Well... Okay. You need to watch it. Um, okay. Well, we were on a high now, and now we're talking about TV. Yeah. Sorry. Like, I just wanted to. I just wanted to get a pulse check if you're watching Selling Sunset. Um. I am. We'll talk about. Okay. Later. So I. Yeah. This my solo episode this week will be. Or, oh, I keep fucking up because we're gonna. This is gonna be the week. This after. is gonna be the week after. Okay. Sorry. Never mind. You'll already hear it. Pop culture updates. Ooh, I love. I'm gonna talk about Vanderpump Rules. Ah. Not, not not involved. Exactly. Um, okay, sisters, thank you so much for thank pressing you. play. We know there's a million podcasts that you can listen to, but we truly, truly love spending our Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays with you. So if you like this episode, we'd be so honored if you would text it to a friend, maybe a fellow entrepreneur that you know of, an entrepreneur friend. I don't know what they call those people. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. And uh, follow us on Instagram, at OKSIS Podcast. We love you so much. Love you. We will catch you next week. Bye. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.